you know, we're, we're assuming all those guys are going to be healthy. We'd rather go into this thing assuming everybody's going to make it. They've obviously been dealing with the injury bug. Um, sat some guys that were probably trying to get recovered versus Dallas. Um, but we're assuming that their best are going to be available at all times. And, you know, it, it is a very tough front to play against. Just, I mean, they're tough. They're physical. They're big. They're strong. They've done a great job, really, against everybody they've played in terms of stopping the run. Uh, they just present matchup issues in terms of who they are and the way they play, the structure they play for for a defensive front. Like in the last game, you sort of came to the conclusion, look, these guys are not very good defending the pass. They're excellent defending the run. And you kind of went that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of just the way that game expressed itself. That doesn't mean that we're carrying over and saying we're not going to be able to run the ball because we struggled in the first game. Uh, you know, we're going to do everything we can to move the ball, whatever that, that looks like. Um, we, we certainly are doing our best to put together a plan where we can move the football on the, on the ground if need be, um, and then doing what we can to, to come up with complementary passes, movement, screens, play action, whatever that may be, just to put us in the best position, put our players in the best position. You know, we had some certain schemes that we, we wanted to try against them the first time that probably didn't shape out the way we'd hoped they would. So, you know, you kind of scrap those, look for new ideas, go back to the drawing board a little bit to, to come up with the best plan. The last couple of games, by necessity or design or this way it played out. You know, the weather dictated a certain game plan in New York, and then you guys just wanted to make sure you had a lead and shut everything down, including put some players on the bench on uh, this past Sunday. But is this, does this game, do you think you need Trevor to have the type of game this week that he did against Tennessee, that he did against Dallas? I hope not. I hope we don't need Trevor to do anything at all and we're, everything's rolling fine. No, we certainly, Everybody we expect to, to raise their level of play and execute at a high level. Um, yeah, certainly we were playing the last two games just like we've played all the other games to win, whatever that looks like. If we need to try to throw it for 400 yards because that's the only way to move the ball, we'll, we'll go that route. If we can run the ball for 250 yards, then we'll go that route. It's really it's a game-by-game, series-by-series kind of decision within uh, the game that we make as a staff and as a, as a unit as the game moves on. Um, Certainly, we're going to need everybody to be at their best. This is a, a, a playoff atmosphere game, or the implications. Um, you know, if you win, you continue on. If you don't, your season's over. So we all know that, and we expect all our players to be at their best, and coaching staff as well. How are the players and the coaches handling everything in the wake of what happened on Monday night with Pam? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly something that's on everybody's mind. Um, you know, uh, Demir, Demar, and the Bills, the Bengals, the NFL, everybody's on everybody's mind. And, you know, first and foremost, we are concerned about the health and safety of all the players. Demar and his family, you know, we're praying that there's there's peace and comfort for his family. That the doctors, everybody has a steady hand uh, and, and clear minds and consciences. They work through getting him back to health, um, and, and so that's there's certainly kind of a cloud in the air that everybody's conscious of and aware of. And I think Coach has done a great job of making resources available for the team and letting everybody know that whatever you need, we'll provide for you. Whether that's just somebody to talk to. Um, more answers as we move on to things and, and uh, just move forward with it. But as we move forward, you know, everybody's thoughts and prayers are with uh, DeMar and everybody involved in this thing. How do you address it with your brother? How did you? Uh, more so, I called, I called him that night just to check in on him. You know, it's a traumatic experience for anybody that was involved in the situation. And, and, you know, you watch, whether it's football, whether it's outside the building, you watch somebody in a life-threatening situation you know, everybody's affected by that. So I wanted to call and just, just talk to him, make sure he was good. He'd actually just left the hospital that night. He'd gone up to see and check on him and just be there. Um, it's certainly something you don't plan to, to deal with. You don't have a plan for it. You know, we as football coaches and football players, we, we like the structure of our job. We like knowing 
we have a meeting here, we do this at this time, we do this at that time. And, but there, there's no playbook, there's no manual for somebody being in a life-threatening situation. So, um, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for my brother, the way he handled things, the way the NFL's handled things. Obviously, that wasn't the right time to continue a game. That there's, you know, there's a human element to this thing that I thought everybody used some common sense and, and handled that thing the right way so far. Are you interested, curious, excited to see how Trevor handles the biggest stage of his career? Or do you already know what you're going to get on Saturday night? Very confident in just the preparation that he's gone into. And I think at times like this where there's a little more anxiety, maybe a little bit people would say more on this game, it's just a, more of an emphasis of relying on our process. You know, the thing that got us, put us back into the situation where this is a relevant game, that, that you kind of just want to fall back onto that a little bit more kind of double down on our process, the things we've done to get us here. Um, we make the saying to our guys, we, we need to tighten things up, but we don't need to tighten up. You know, you want to just make sure we're on all the details. We go through every little nook and cranny of the plan, making sure everything's sound, everybody's comfortable with it. Because um, we, we come up with a lot of football plays. And if people aren't comfortable with something, we don't need it on there. We've got plenty of other things. So. But he seems like he was made for this moment. I mean, he handled it at Clemson. He handled, obviously, the pressure in high school. This is where quarterbacks, this is where franchise futures are made. And, He's stepping onto the stage. Exactly. The and, and, you know, we're very confident in the guy that he has shown us to be so far, and we don't expect anything different from him. Like you said, he's been in, he's been in big game atmospheres before, whatever level that was, whatever that meant at the time. But, you know, we're, we're very excited that he's leading our team. It's week 18. You're playing this team for the second time. How hard is it to still have, like, an ace up your sleeve at this time of the year? Well, I mean, a, a lot of it is you kind of – I feel like everybody's kind of shown who they are at this point in the season. You're trying to do everything you can. So you've got – you know, we've got things we feel like we hang our hat on. We've kind of got what we call our bread and butter type things that we feel like we can execute regardless of the defense. Um, and I, I think the nice thing of having played these guys a couple weeks ago is your process. You, you have a good feel for who they are. You know, it's late enough in the year that, that you're comfortable with what they like to try to do. And But you also play the cat and mouse game. Of we're sitting in there thinking, all right, what would they do differently based on how that first game went? So you kind of, that's the paranoia of being a coach, I guess, and, and what you the process you go through. But, um, yeah. Do you worry about any nerves going into this kind of game with execution being that much more important? Not necessarily. Like, like we said, we, we trust our process. We trust what's gotten us to this point. And that's kind of you lean a little harder on uh, your preparation. And I think that gives you the confidence to just go out and perform now. Uh, we understand there's going to be emotions. There's emotions in all these playoff atmosphere games. But, you know, we kind of want our guys just to lean on their preparation and, and be confident in that. Did Snoop by himself maybe, uh, you know, a couple of – snaps down the road with the way he played the other day? He did a great job. You know, with all those guys, we'll continue to try to use everybody that's available and put them in position where they're, help, they're doing what's best for their skill set and, and giving us any opportunity to move the football, whoever that may be. How much fun is it to see a guy score his first NFL touchdown? It's awesome. It's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. You kind of want to watch and make sure you don't throw the ball to somebody. You know, that's kind of one of the but things. Those guys. Yeah, he gave it back to the ref. I think they went and got it. We we're making sure in the headset they went and got it for him. But what was fun is just to see everybody on the field with him and then on the sidelines congratulate him. That's a, that's a cool moment for anybody. Not a lot of people get to score a touchdown in the NFL. Uh, so for Snoop to get his first one, that was exciting. The guys were really excited for him. What did you learn this year? What did, what did you know previously about Marvin Jones? What have you learned this year about him? And how kind of maybe a steady hand has he been in that room given all of maybe all the changes? Yeah, honestly, I, I did not know much about Marvin. I'd watched him play uh, from afar, his time in Cincinnati, his time in Detroit. Jim Bob Cooter was actually the offense coordinator in Detroit. So Jim Bob knew him well, uh, had some interactions with him, obviously their time together, so had a very high opinion of him. And uh, he's done nothing to disappoint. Marvin's been a steady, consistent pro. Um, you know, and, and I appreciate in, in a way, shape, or form, he's kind of 
you know, filled his role to the best of his ability, knowing like it's kind of been built for these other guys and um, Christian Zay, Evan, all those type of guys. But Marvin's done a great job. And any time we've needed Marvin to come through, he's come through, whether that be a third down, whether it be in the red zone. You know, whether he was a primary, he was a secondary target on the play, he's shown up and made plays. So he's somebody we certainly know we can count on. Um, he's done it throughout his time in his career. And so, so we're happy we have Marvin right now. Ball security with Travis Etienne, a concern? Ball security with our, everybody's a concern at all times. I think, again, you want to double down on the things that we believe in. And we believe protecting the football is the most important element of the game. Um, so obviously, you know, we go through every, every Thursday, we start our day with the ball security talking about it, how we can do it better, how their team tries to take the ball away from you. We do it out on the field as we work through. Um, so it's continued to be a point of emphasis for everybody. Uh, you know, we, we don't we don't want to allow anybody to slip in any way, shape, or form. Whether they've put the ball on the ground or not, we're going to coach the fundamentals and techniques of, of what we believe uh, gives us the best opportunity to hold in the football. In a game like this against a team that's sort of beat up and all that other stuff, lost six in a row, is the most important thing to get out quick get a lead quick and start fast as possible. I, I think it's definitely very important, especially, you know, a team that's trying to get a, a new quarterback kind of into the game, settled into the flow of the game. You know, we, we'd love to say we start fast every single game. Um, and that's always the goal. We always try to – coach does a great job putting together opening scripts and adjusting as we need to to make sure we're putting the ball in the hands of the right guys and attacking the defense however we see fit going into that game. Um, so certainly going out and scoring early kind of gives you the ability now to maybe put them in pass situations. Um, you try to take the ball out of 22 hand, 22's hands, however that goes. Uh, easier said than done. But yeah, that's certainly the plan is always to try to get out to an early lead if possible. Because you're playing in a game that could be moved to the playoffs, do you start looking ahead at potential playoff opponents at any point this week, or do you wait until? We, we, we definitely have uh, the guys that are responsible for breakdowns. They're aware, and I've been in that position, and it's not a lot of fun. <laughs> You're aware of the odds of who could be where based on how we get in. Um, so you kind of, as a, as a former QC, you pick the top two most likely, and you go all in, you get all that done, and then you just say if some crazy scenario happens at some other team, I'm going to be here for 10 hours Saturday <laughs> after the game and get it all done. I mean, it's just it's kind of the way it goes, and it's a decision you make. So that, that's what they're doing. But there's no game planning. There's no game plan. No, no, no game plan. Most of your film watching offseason on the opposing team's defense, but I was wondering, did you have any opinion of uh, how uh, Dobbs did in his first career start? Honestly, I, I didn't watch any. I don't have anything. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get a chance to see it that way. I, I some of those games you end up getting home and seeing on a Thursday night, whatever it may be. Sometimes you just end up watching coach's copy. If I just watch coach's copy, I usually just stick to our side of the ball. Sometimes I'll peek it the night before a game just to see what their offense looks like, but. Third down run to James on the goal line. Uh, did that surprise you when Doug called that the third James? and five to Hasty? Oh, to Michael. I was, James. I was just thinking. I know Snoop has a different name. I don't know if everybody knows that, but <laughs> so I was seeing if that was where you're going. Uh, uh, a little bit, but it's something we talked about. Something coach usually coach he'll kind of have an idea of what he wants to call in certain situations. Lets us all know so we can spread the word across. Um, so guys are prepared for situations. So there's not a lot that catches us off guard in those situations. Now, it's a third and goal, typical pass situation in that. I thought it was a great job by him uh, of hitting him with a run. As one of the offensive coaches, do you think at all about, like, um, I guess the, the numbers that some of your guys are doing this year? I mean, Christian Kirk, first 1,000-yard season in his right. career. Evan Ingram set the franchise record for tight end yards in a season. I mean, for you as one of the coaches with those guys, is it kind of cool to be able to see the success that they're having in the system? 
Yeah, it, it's cool to see guys that are fully bought into the process and to kind of reap the benefits of that. You know, that certainly a vision we had for those guys when we brought them here, but without putting numbers on it. We just felt like these were guys that could help us move the football. And so whatever that looked like, those guys have been fully bought into that. So for them to get that individual success and accomplishments and achievements, that's great. And, and that's great. But at the end of the day, and I think all those guys would tell you, the most important thing is that we win the football game. And they've done – what, that's what's been fun, to see them accomplish these numbers and also get us going as an offense and as a team to lead us to more wins, to put us in a position where we are. Now, um, it'll be something that's more fun to reflect on after the year, to look back and see the numbers that – guys accomplished and things like that. We're certainly proud and happy for those guys. Um, but, you know, them and everybody involved, we just want to win. So. Have you texted Trent yet? Got to get, got to resign Evan at this point? I've, I've let Trent know a couple things, some opinions on some guys that may be available. So I, I say it in passing and keep it moving because that's ultimately his realm and he'll do a great job with it. So, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> guys.